0: You've probably heard of the Kennedy School of Government at Harvard, which trains federal executives. You have most likely know about the litany of think tanks and good government groups that focus on big-picture issues, foreign policy, accountability. But there hasn't been an independent, research-focused organization for government contracting, at least not until now. George Mason University in Fairfax, Virginia, officially kicked off the Center for Government Contracting to fill that academic and research void. Jerry McGinn is the executive director of the center. He tells executive editor Jason Miller about the center's three-pronged approach to research, education, and collaboration. The vision of our center is to be a nexus for government, industry, and academia to collaborate on and address issues on government contracting.
1: That vision is great because one of the things that's sometimes missing is a lot of the good government groups tries to kind of bring that together. But then you, have a, you, you lose that third party. You lose that you know, industry associations kind of get involved, and, but they have an agenda. You yeah. hopefully have no agenda.
0: Yeah, exactly. To do this, what we we're going to do is we we're going to operate uh, on three lines of effort around research, education and training, and collaboration. The goal of research is for George Mason to become the thought leader for government contracting industry. Because as you mentioned, I mean, there are lots of great trade associations, and I know them well, and um, they're led by great people, but they have a specific agenda of their members, right? And likewise, the government has a specific position that they develop. But having a neutral uh, third party analyzing these kinds of issues is, is, I think, critical because we can help then bring those those sides together and come up with uh, real solutions. And so we've already published a number of commentary pieces on the shutdown, on innovation, uh, and we're doing some longer form research. I've hired uh, some part-time senior fellows to help look at various issues such as what's a good framework for intellectual property uh, collaborations in government and industry. How do we help small businesses succeed when they grow? graduate from the, the, the small business program. I mean, are the set-aside programs achieving the government objectives? Now, these kind of issues that a lot of people have opinion about, but let's do some facts-based research on that. The second line of effort is around education and training. And for that, we're going to develop some programs for executive education, for companies and for the government to help them, train them on issues such as using um, other transactions authorities, intellectual property, you know, how to transition from becoming a program manager to a more of an executive uh, company level, those kind of training programs. And then on the academic side, we're looking to establish uh, a minor in government contracting for our business school, undergraduate business school students, uh, which would help really companies in this region, you know, have, you know, sort of graduates that ha- they know have some understanding of what the FAR is and these kind of basic issues in, in, that animate our industry. Uh, and we're also looking at doing, we have a couple of graduate courses in the MBA program. We're looking to consider expanding that as well as our executive MBA program. So, so those are still in various stages of maturity and development, but we see that as a really big kind of longer, big potential for, for the center and for the school as a whole and the university. And so the third line of effort is around collaboration. And here it's, again, to try, the goal is that to become, because we're a neutral convening authority, being a university, become the place where government industry can come together to solve Challenges around the business of government and the country companies that support the business of government, as well as you know some particular issues around uh, around contracts and so on. So we're not we say government contract. We mean that in a broad term. So we've had a couple of events already, and we're we're, uh, we're going to have a, a number of events later th- th- this coming year, as well as we're looking to establish a kind of a capstone conference. So that that's the direction the Asmiths we're we're pursuing, and. Um, we're excited that we've been received very well. Lots of companies are engaged. And uh, our launch reception last week, we had the administrator for GSA, Emily Murphy there, representative from DOD, DHS, as well as lots of industry participants. So it was really a great mix and, and our faculty as well. So it was a good mix and, and faculty from other universities. So it, a lot to
1: unpack there. So <laughs> let, let me back up for a second. So the decision to open this up is, is this is not a... For instance, fo- focused on legal issues. For instance, is not a law degree because you mentioned MBA as an example. Uh, like George Washington University has a procurement law uh, right. focus or, or, or part of their law school. What types of, if you will, let's start with education and training piece. What types of classes do you have or do you envision having? If yeah. be, laws maybe one, but what what are the others?
0: Yes, uh, George Washington has uh, you know a you know, premier program in the law school for government procurement lawyers. And when we, take, when we say government contract, we mean it much broader. We're, we're talking about the business, policy, regulatory issues that animate the, the $500 billion government contracting ecosystem. And so, yeah, so one of the executive education courses we've done before and we're looking to, to do again is, again, helping like companies that have you know, great program managers or great analysts in certain areas help them get a more broader perspective of the marketplace so they can grow in their careers. Helping government uh, personnel better understand the industry dynamics in the government contracting marketplace. So those kind of offerings would be kind of training classes. And and we do that in our currently you know, we have an MBA course that's focusing on government contracting issues in business and that looks at the you know the particular kind of business issues that you know do an M&A, you know, doing investment, you know, how that is different in the government contracting marketplace and in just pure commercial
1: is the goal to attract both industry and government people, or is this focused on one or the other more more than the other?
0: Well, the goal is to attract both and to help our students, because we want our students, if I'm looking at our undergrad and graduate students, we want them, they're going to be the ones that are going to be going to the, the, the governmental agencies or to the companies. So we want to engage uh, both government and industry. And because we're a university, it's easier for the government to engage with us as well as for the companies. So, um, and be that neutral kind of community, I thought.
1: One of the other areas you mentioned along your three lines of effort is research. And, and there's a lot of research out there uh, that, that focuses on, on different pieces and parts of the government contracting. How do you ensure you're different or you stand out? I think the third-party neutral observer's helpful, but there's always going to be that Well, of course you're pro-small business, or of course you're anti-OTAs, or of course you're, you know, pick your topic. What's the plan around from a research perspective? Talk maybe through that.
0: To the degree there's research in these areas, they're generally written from a point of view. You know, they're done by... You know, sponsored by a trade association or a company or a government-sponsored study, and, and those are all great. But we can do longer-form, uh, more seasoned research. Like one of our faculty actually just finished and published a study around the growth drivers in the government contracting marketplace, looking at what really moves the needle in the stock price for publicly traded government contracting companies. Now, it was a 40-page study published in the Journal of Marketing, which was great. But how do we translate that for use by you know the companies here in the region and for the government to understand those issues and then we held an event around it with one of the top analysts from the, the defense marketplace um, stock you know, investor analyst as well as uh, company executives so um, and that was a great kind of dialogue and discussion around you know um, you know how much does mA play in, in you know for instance in, in moving the, the needle and stock price and so that's what we envision doing more of that and help distinguish us from a, um, from, from other organizations.
1: Give me a sense of the costs of the classes right now. If, if I'm a government person, an industry person, and I'm not in the MBA program, or I'm not part of George Mason, but I see some training I want to take, are they on a Per class basis, or do you get? Is it a certificate program?
0: And those are the things that we're, we're working at now. So we already have executive education offerings in different areas, like we have a chief learning officer program that um, uh, our executive educations folks set up, and that would get you, I think, a little certificate for, for doing that. And so we don't have one yet in the government contracting space, but we're looking, at, we're considering actively considering doing that, you know, set, establishing, for instance, potentially a government contracting certificate course at the graduate. Level that could be done as part of an MBA or separate from an MBA, you know, for government or industry to uh, take.
1: I know that you, because of the soft, the soft launch, really just ended, the hard launch just came, so there's a lot of, of things. For, for 2019 and, and looking forward, what's kind of on, at the top of your priority list among you mentioned those three focus areas or, or outside those three focus areas?
0: Just building on the, the, the great launch we've had and really uh, developing more content. So I, I really want to get some really strong fact-based research out on some of the areas we're pursuing around small business and IP uh, and around OTs and then I want to See what works. What makes the most sense from a within the university on the education side, and start offering additional classes or or minors or certificates. So that the education training one is going to be a little longer to develop, just because we have to get it. It's got to be right within what fits the needs of the university and all that. So I want to develop that on the collaboration side. I want to have more kind of events that really help bring industry and government together to address the the issues that. that really kind of we struggle with every day. Jerry McGinn is executive director of the Center for Government Contracting at George Mason University in Fairfax, speaking with Federal News Network's Jason Miller. Check out Jason's story at federalnewsnetwork.com.
1: Pop quiz, what can you buy for $3.99? Not a latte, but for less than the cost of a cup of coffee, you can get all your favorite music ad-free. While other streaming services jack up their prices, Live One's membership is only $3.99 per month. And you can lock in that price for a full year. Join now to get the best deal in music with zero ads, unlimited skips, and maximum audio quality. Get the music you love at a price that fits into your budget with Live One Plus. Check out liveone.com slash best music for details.